This is part two of the talk familial disputes and their resolution. Part two by Mufti Takrismani. This shows us that there can be no two people in this planet whose temperament should be exactly the same. Even if you want someone else's uh, temperament and nature to be exactly uh, like yours, it's not humanly possible. If a father wants that his son turns out exactly like him temperamentally, it's not possible. Similarly, if a husband thinks that his wife's temperament should be exactly like his, or the wife thinks that her husband should become exactly like her, it's not humanly possible. Because of these different temperaments and natures between people, if a person deals regularly with other people, it is bound to happen that at some point they would say or do something which would hurt him. If spending time with other people and being hurt by them are tied to each other. In the presence of the former, it is not possible that the latter would never happen. So if we have to live with people, we have to be mentally prepared that something hurtful is bound to happen at some point and we will have to exercise sabr if and when that happens. If a person does not observe sabr in such circumstances, then it leads to conflicts, fights and discord and these things destroy a person's deen. Whichever sort of relationship a person has, whether it's kinship, friendship, or a spousal relationship, we should be prepared that at some point something's bound to happen in that relationship that will hurt my feelings. And I'll observe sabr when that happens. And I will not let that temporary hurt lead to a permanent break in the relationship. It is natural that if two people live together or spend a lot of time together, then there may at times be disagreements between them. But it should not become a source of permanent discord. Now the question is that if one does get hurt by other people, then how to come to terms with that hurt? How to protect oneself from such hurt? And how to maintain loving relationships with people despite differences in temperament? The Holy Prophet has given us a prescription for it. The Holy Prophet has given us this guidance in relationship in relation to the relationship between husband and wife because it is the one relationship in which, in which conflict is most likely to arise. The closer the relationship, the higher the likelihood of disagreements happening. And no relationship is closer than that between husband and wife. Because there are higher chances of a conflict arising in this relationship, the Holy Prophet has left a very important guidance for us about, about how to maintain this relationship. No Muslim man should harbor a grudge towards a Muslim woman, meaning that a husband should not harbor a grudge against his wife permanently. If he dislikes something he does, she does, there must be something she does that he does like. When your wife does something that you do not like, then do not get angry and upset and keep complaining about that she does this, she does that. She has this ba bad habit and that bad habit. You must also reflect at that time that she must have some virtues as well and must do some good things as well, which you do like. So whenever your wife does something you do not like, think about one of her habits or acts that you do like. When you think about her good habits, you will dwell less on her bad habits. No human being who is completely good or completely bad. If someone is bad, they still must have some good in them. If someone is good, they still must have some bad in them. 
That is why the Holy Prophet وسلم, has said that look towards wife's virtues. Even if she has said or done something that hurt you, if you start thinking about her virtues and her good deeds, you will notice that she does a lot of good things too. This will help you observe sabr when something hurtful happens. Once a person presented himself before the Holy Prophet and started complaining about his wife, about all the bad habits she had, the Holy Prophet said, divorce her, meaning that if she's that undesirable, then separate from her. Then this person had second thoughts and thought what would happen to him if she left. He said, O Prophet of Allah, but I cannot be bear being without her. The Holy Prophet said, then keep her. What he meant was if you do not like some of her habits, but you also can't be without her, then continue to be with her and try to make the situation better as much as you can. One might wonder when this person, that when this person complained about his wife in front of the Holy Prophet why did he immediately tell him to divorce her? The reason was that this person was completely preoccupied with his wife's bad habits and what she did wrong. He was so focused on her bad deeds that he wasn't thinking about all the good things she did. But once the Holy Prophet said that, if she is such a bad person, why don't you divorce her? Then he started thinking about her, all her positives and all the things she did for him. And he started reflecting on how he would live his life without her. That is why he then immediately said, O Prophet of Allah, وسلم, I cannot bear to be without her. And the Holy Prophet وسلم, replied, Then keep her. When we start thinking of someone as totally bad and start focusing solely on their bad deeds, then we become unable to look at the good things they do. So when we get hurt by someone, we must think of all the good things they do. When we start reminding ourselves of their good deeds, we start appreciating them more and we'll have a more balanced perspective. We begin to realize that we, when we live with or spend considerable time with someone, it will happen from time to time that they will do or say something that will hurt our feelings. But if on the whole, their good deeds outweigh their bad deeds, then it becomes easier for us to tolerate any hurt caused by them. It is important to understand that when we feel that someone else is doing or saying, what someone else is doing or saying is against our temperament, it is not necessary that they must be wrong. It is possible that they may be wrong, but it's also possible that they, we may be wrong because our natures are different. For example, one person likes one food and another person likes another food. One person likes bitter gourd, that is karela, and finds its curry tasty. The other person hates bitter gourd and does not like eating it because he finds it too bitter. This is a difference in temperaments and likes and dislikes. It does not mean that one of them is right and the other person is wrong. Rather, both of them are right at the same time, just because their likes and dislikes are different. Therefore, when two people disagree on a matter in which, which is permissible, that is mubah, either way, then it's not correct to call one of them right and the other wrong. Rather, than, rather both of them are right in their own place. This differences between a husband and a, and a wife are often of this nature 
that these are differences of temperaments, not of right and wrong, belonging to a different genders. They may perceive matters differently. It's a matter of different perceptions, not a matter of one being absolutely right and one being absolutely wrong. Therefore, the Holy Prophet said that, do not just focus on your wife's bad habits, also look at her virtues. For example, the Holy Prophet said in a hadith, a woman is like a rib. If you try to straighten it, you will break it. If you let it be as it is, that even though it looks curved to you, you will still be able to benefit from it. Some men think that when the Holy Prophet resembled women to a curved rib, he was being critical of them. Therefore, when some men fight with their wives, they use this term, curved rib, pejoratively. These people have not reflected on the fact that the Holy Prophet is referring to the rib as curved. If a rib becomes straight, it will lose its primary function, which is protecting the vital organs in the chest. It will become useless. It is the beauty and functionality of a rib to remain curved. If it becomes straight, it becomes diseased. In this hadith, the Holy Prophet is trying to tell us that being straight and being curved is relative to each other. It's a matter of a person's point of view. Look, if you look from inside this mosque, the road outside looks curved because it's curved relative to this mosque. But if you look while standing on the road, you will perceive that the road is straight, but the mosque has been built sideways. Neither the road nor the mosque is curved. But because the mosque has been built facing the Kaaba, both things do not look straight relative, relative to each other. So being straight and being forward is a relative quality. The message of this hadith is that because women's temperament are different from that of men's, some men think that there is something wrong with their uh, women's temperaments. But this hadith is telling us that their temperaments are right for them. They look wrong to men because men are judging it through the lens of their own temperaments. That is why the Holy Prophet has advised us that don't try to change their, their temperaments. If you accept women the way they are, you'll drive more benefit from their company.